0: Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Travis Yates, where leaders find the insights, advice, and encouragement they need to lead courageously.
1: Welcome to the show, and this is going to be a barn burner. I have on the show Liz Collin. She's been a truth teller for over 20 years and is a multi-Emmy award winning reporter and anchor. She's a former reporter and anchor for a major Minneapolis news station, and she currently works for Alpha News. She's the best-selling author of the 2022 book, They're Lying, The Media, The Left, and The Death of George Floyd. And she is the producer of a documentary based on that book that just released today, just a few hours ago, called The Fall of Minneapolis. We're going to get into this today. I'm going to send you over there to the documentary. Liz Collin, how are you doing?
0: I am doing just fine, Travis. Thank you so much for for having me and all of your support along the way with with all of this. You know uh, better than anyone this wouldn't have happened without the great work that you do at Law Officer. Thank you.
1: Well, Liz, there's such few people in this world that I have encountered that are truly courageous. Everybody likes to say they have courage, right? But when it really comes down to it, there's such few people that actually put one foot in front of the other and they display it. And this is amazing to me what you have done. We're going to get into this, but before we start, sort of just give us a quick background on how you found yourself the only journalist in the world that decided to write a book and then produce a documentary on this issue that lists facts and details and all of this stuff that's in there. Like, there's a lot of journalists, so you're the only person that's decided to do it. Sort of lead us up to that and why you decided to do this
0: yeah so it's a it's a long story, but I'll condense it for for those listening for sure and i know I know I've been on before but a little background um I was in mainstream media don't blame me though travis uh but <laughs> for the last uh twenty years or so before this all transpired, I certainly had been bothered by by things um in my last few years, but wasn't sure sort of you know which which direction to go and then this um this George Floyd deal sort of blew up personally and professionally for me from where I sat. Um, my husband was a long time uh, Minneapolis police lieutenant. He was the uh, president of the police union at the time in Minneapolis um, when May 25th, 2020 happened. And I really had a front row seat in, in the media world. I was a longtime anchor at that time at WCCO, the CBS station in town, um, to what the media was hiding about um, all of this. Obviously, I was privy to information through um, Bob. Bob Kroll is his name. And um, I was just so troubled that the, the the truth was right in front of us and nobody was willing to to report it. Um, and I was, you know, demoted from the position that, that I held there. I left um, after I finished up my contract it was a couple of years later and, and put out this book just through notes and, you know, talking to people that that were involved and and such. And, you know, I know a book can only go so far as, you know, some people don't read, you know, how that, how that goes. Um, They don't have time for, to to digest a book and such. So uh, we went ahead and took the next step and put together this um, documentary. Many people came forward after putting the book out there last year that were sort of willing to open up and share their stories for the first time. And this was more my wheelhouse, the documentary, just since I'm more in a visual medium um, when it comes to, to news and what, What I've done in the past with producing and such so um, you know we just tried to capture this this emotion uh, but more than anything somehow uh, try to portray these lies uh, that we're all still you know paying paying the price for uh, to this day three years later Travis.
1: First off I want to talk about your book because everyone's talking about the documentary today in fact George Floyd is trending, like I think number two on Twitter as I speak, so a lot of timing here. I know you were on Megyn Kelly's show yesterday, and I know that you're really nervous about this show because that show, of course, is not much, but uh, there's a lot of attention (laughs) right now, and it's amazing to me because in your book, I want to talk about the book because yes, the documentary is going to be around for a long time. It's extremely powerful, but... The book, as you know, not everybody digests book. Your book, for the most part, didn't get any national attention. And it is literally, if you don't have this book, it's Liz Liz Collin, They're Lying, The Media, The Left, and The Death of George Floyd. You can get it on all the major book book, book folks, Amazon.com. This thing is a, basically, uh, it's an affidavit for people that have committed crimes. I mean, we're talking perjury. We're talking corruption. It is the most sickening thing. I mean, I lost sleep over this list. I mean, if I lost, mm-hmm. if I was so bothered by reading it, I have to imagine when you started uncovering these things, and I know you had an inclination because you were in the media and you saw the things they were ignoring. But when you started diving into this, because that's what journalists are supposed to do, investigative journalists. How did I mean, how did you get through that? Because I got to tell you, this is a, it is people have got to get this book. You need to understand what was done to the entire world on this incident. How, how did you get through that?
0: Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, the reason people need to care about this and, you know, I get it that we're, we're closely connected with uh, law enforcement and such. But this goes so much further than that. If you care about the justice system in America, this is not what this this looks like. Um And I think that I was. Uh, you know, kind of focused on my whole career and the personal situation. I mean, we had like four protests at our house that summer and, you know, all these uh, death threats showing up in the mail and on social media and whatever. And so I had to get through that for for a few months. Um, But even as that was going on, I just knew that there was something more at play here, unlike that, you know, anything we've really ever experienced, especially here in 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 Minnesota. And when you start digging back the layers, and again, most of this is public documentation. It's not, uh, (laughs) you know, it's not really that that hard to find. uh, But when you are uncovering these conversations that are happening uh, between prosecutors and the medical examiner, things that are allowed in in court, more importantly, what is not allowed, um, you know, in in a trial, that's why people need to to care about um, this case and really be sickened and, and try to do something to reverse this uh, absolute injustice uh, when it comes to everything that, that happened.
1: I mean, what is amazing to me is, I mean, this is not even a dispute because it's in the book, it's in the documentary. It's all public documents. These leaders in the city of Minneapolis and all the way to the white house looked straight mm-hmm. at Americans and told a bold faced lies multiple times, knowing the information was public. Now, what is, I don't know, what does that say about media in this country? Because they were confident that they would never be caught. They, would, they were confident they would never be a Liz Collin to point this out. But they did this with arrogance, knowing that what they were saying could easily be found.
0: Well, and, I, and I'll say, you know, easily now, but they did everything they could in those early days, uh, which is why I didn't fully realize the depths of all of this right away. Um, they did everything they could to, to hide it. I mean, we're talking everything from the body camera footage, you know, of, of the incident being kept from the public for for two and a half months. Clearly uh, there, there's a reason for that. And even just some recent documentation that came out uh, showing the immense pressure that Hennepin County was in to charge these three other officers. You had uh, people who withdrew from the case saying they ethically, morally, did not feel comfortable um, filing charges against the three other officers here. And uh, that that just came out uh, a, a couple months ago, you know, th- three years later. So I don't know how a lot of these people involved, frankly, can sleep at night uh, feeling good about uh, doing this, not only to these four officers, but, but to the rest of us across America, who are obviously much more unsafe than we've ever been uh, before.
1: Well, and I think what also says is it shows how much we have been, brainwashed or program to not use our own logic because you know Mm -hmm. i was i was as most people listen to this i was living this out in law enforcement when this happened and my immediate reaction was well i'm watching a facebook video but there's obviously much more to this and then, right. of course, Minneapolis always released body camera footage very quickly on other incidents. So I'm waiting for body camera footage. I'm waiting for body camera footage. Finally, I, I call Bob up and I go, where's the body camera footage? And he goes, yeah, I know. This is the first time in my I've ever heard of this even happening. I think he even mentioned there was right. a state law that dictated it needed to come out. And so when they did release the body camera footage combined with all of this stuff, People with the brain should have gone, what's really going on here? Because if if this truly occurred the way they said it did, Liz, then release the body camera footage, release all the information. Uh, But they didn't do that. But once they got so far down this lie, and you point this out in the book, I think it's the most powerful part in your book, when you basically say, I I don't know what time frame, it's early on, when all this evidence that came to them and it didn't fit the narrative, they had to make a decision. Do we Mm -hmm. come out and give this information? And try to mitigate what has happened, or do we just double down the lie and Of course they double down the lie to this day
0: yep, yep, exactly um, and I think that you know kind of pushing this forward with the documentary and such, you realize too how these officers were kept in the dark that were that were involved um in their and their families uh too you know they they thought well, after the autopsy is released. You know, this doesn't show that that George Floyd was was murdered. This, in fact, shows that you know the the very opposite. No asphyxiation. Um, you know, three times the lethal limit of lethal limit of fentanyl in his system. I mean, a bad heart, et cetera, et cetera. But um, so. You know they're almost in shock still. I think to this day that it even was allowed to to go this far. But you had the media gloss over these parts, even the um, autopsy that was done within 12 hours of George Floyd's death, uh, also withheld from the public for, for nearly a week. And timed right around the same time that George Floyd's family releases their you know so called uh, independent autopsy review uh, that that happens. But you have the media glom on uh, to, to that. So-called autopsy and barely mention, um, you know what the medical examiner finds in in Hennepin County. So it's really um, you, you, troubling, I think. Um, and we tried to lay it out in a visual format here, um, and and frankly, you know, the documentary even could have been six hours. You know that Travis, uh, how it is you have to edit edit things down. But um, but yeah, it's all it's all right there. It's all in, in front yeah. of um, people the it, whole time. It,
1: it's such a disappointment, and even even the media folks that you know. You know, the, I sort of respected that used Michael Baden as an expert and did an yeah. autopsy. Michael Baden watched the video, and if you listen to his words in a press conference, he doesn't say it's his expert opinion because then he could never testify in a trial again. He said it's his personal opinion, and. And the, But they put that out there like that was the truth. Like he had done some sort of autopsy. He, he watched a video and then gave a personal opinion. It's so right. sickening. And then I had to listen to Sean Hannity every day talk about he's a jiu-jitsu expert and that you can't do yeah. this, which he clearly isn't because jiu-jitsu uses LVNR every every single day in the gym. And that wasn't even an LVNR. I mean, the knee, w- that lie was so big, Liz. The knee wasn't even on the neck. And, of course, you point that out. The chief, that probably the only time he told the truth in the trial, he had to actually point that out as well. I, it I just honestly, if people are sensing that I'm ramped up, it's because I watched this documentary this morning, and, and on the heels of the book, it is troubling. And, and th- there are there are really bad, evil elements that is in this book and in this documentary list. But it's not the law. It's not police. This is not a Derek <laughs> Chauvin problem. This is this is not a Minneapolis police officer problem. This was a leadership problem to the core. Yep. The leaders in this country at all levels. Created this situation, and the problem with that is the whole world changed, and it's never going back. We are in the new normal, and that's that's to me is why we have to talk about this because if we don't, it will happen again. As you obviously point out, Ferguson was 2016, George Floyd was 2020. Well, guess what's coming up here in just a few months? This will occur again, and 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 that leads me to this, Liz. And my mind is boggled by this. People in law enforcement to this day, believe Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd. They, they believe it wholeheartedly. You had, I mean, and explain to me why that is, because folks in law enforcement, now I know in Minneapolis and people that know about this, that maybe they don't, but I'm telling you nationally, when I talk about this, they look at me like I'm an alien. And I say things like, <laughs> they followed their training. Here's the training. They followed their policy. Here's the policy. That's what you do every day at work. And they will okay. still tell me that he was murdered by Derek Chauvin. And, that to me is dangerous for for law enforcement to do because law enforcement is trained to look at the facts, and not have a pivot Look at the facts and see where the evidence leads, and the evidence clearly leads to where you have sent this, Liz. Why do you think that is? Does it just take a lot of courage to admit you're wrong, admit you were fooled?
0: Yeah, that's that's what I come come across a lot uh, because you're right. Everybody was so quick here to, to knee jerk, and you know, again, they didn't have the facts presented to them. They did do a good job of withholding the information. Uh, that, that they needed to here, sadly. Um, that's even what we did in the documentary. The first, you know, 15, uh, 20 minutes of the documentary is really just to let the encounter with George Floyd play out for itself. And I think that if they would have done that the very next day, uh, with even some of the subtitles we have about, you know, he's complaining that he can't breathe before Derek Chauvin arrives on scene. He refuses eight times to get out of the car. You know, he won't show his hands. They ask him again and again. Are you on something? you know, that, that would have got an ambulance there sooner if you just would have admitted, uh, you know, what he took and what he just had digested. But, but again, the, these lies that George Floyd is the one that, that he's the very first one to start lying, uh, you know, from, from the beginning. But, but I think that people don't nowadays, they, they, they double down and they can never come out and say they're wrong. I will say that there's a couple people that came to the premiere um, here in the Minneapolis area that we had this week and they were kind of some political people, and, and they said after watching uh, the documentary um, how wrong they they were um, in, in all of this. So I kind of challenged them publicly to say something about it. You yeah. know, don't tell me that. Yeah. Do something. And I think that's you know? also
1: the rub. I think there are a lot of people, is that understand what happened here. I think the way your book is sold proves that. I mean, your book has – I'm not going to ask you to give us figures here because none of us like the IRS. But your book has – for a, your first-time author – uh, you know, you didn't have, you know, you didn't have any major conservative publishers wanting to publish it, you, you, but you got it no. done. And this thing is, I can just, I can just tell by the reviews you have on Amazon comparing reviews of my book that you've sold a cr- bunch of books and, and, and without any national coverage, without just local coverage. But so people, and I think people are buying that book because they know what happened and they want it. They want somebody to tell them that that, that they're right, but they are not going to publicly say it for the most part.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm glad you pointed that out, too, even with Megyn Kelly being the first uh, uh, national interview. I tried for a really long time, and yeah, i am a been a member of the media for a while, so I know, sort of know know how it works and who to contact and whatever. But it was uh, very much crickets with the the book. People weren't willing to to take it on. Um, you know, I'm hoping now, you know, that was the hope of doing a, a free movie. I mean, you have no excuse. You got to just make 90 minutes to watch it. That's about it. Um, but no excuse not to to watch it, and we wanted to re- release it right around uh, Thanksgiving so people can fight about it um, <laughs> over Thanksgiving with their. Liberal family members, but it really isn't a political movie either. Right. I'll be honest, it's and not. I always say that too. I'm not a political person. Um, I never was as a as a journalist. But we're fighting evil here, and people better wake up and realize that.
1: Yeah, because it transitions into everything else. If they can lie to you about this, they lie to you about right. everything else. It, it is not political, but everything, of course, is political. These days, it's literally factual. I believe you have 16 pages of references on the documentary alone, much more than that in the book, and that's the interesting thing. You know. In a cancel culture world, you know, as you're doing this, it had to be in the back of your mind, man. What are they going to do to us? Of course, they've done, they've done a lot to you before that, but you got to be thinking that. But for the most part, Liz, they've, they've kind of not said a word. In fact, they haven't said much of anything. And uh, I have a theory about that, but why do you think that is?
0: well yeah i mean i I didn't expect uh you know w c c o to be knocking on my door for an interview or <laughs> any of the stations here in town and such but it 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 is kind of scary and almost proves you know the the point of all of this uh there's this wild censorship that is uh taking place and um, you know, this control of the, the narrative, and it just seems like you know we move one step closer to to socialism almost uh, each and each and every day by by staying quiet. And you know, I wrestled with with that for quite a while with all of this. You know, what's going to happen? We already had protests. You know, we've been um, under the gun here before. But I always just come back to I'm you know what what scares me um, more is staying quiet, and people who do do stay quiet because I think that's happened for for far too long, and you know, partly why we're even. You know, here in the first place.
1: Well, kudos to you because I don't think most Americans understand that this is the scariest thing that can happen in our democracy. When that, when truth is suppressed or when people that tell the truth are turned into the enemy, that is extremely dangerous. This is not just about Minneapolis. I mean, this is to, that's why I keep talking about this, and I'm so glad you've given me some things to talk about because I got to tell you, when this thing first happened, all I simply said was, "There's probably more to this story." And it, you right. would have thought I would have been I was murdering people in the street by saying that, you know, I mean, <laughs> and I thought, what is going on here? I mean, it was a, it. And I don't want people to forget that. But what I think is happening is I people I think people know they were wrong, but they don't want to admit it. And they want to just move on. And thank goodness you've given some resources here where they can't. And I think what we're going to see is we're not going to get the large corporate media to speak about this again, because you wrote a book and did a documentary about them. Because if they they speak about it, they're actually talking about themselves. They were a huge part of the problem here because, like I said, the only journalist in the world that did this was you. And there's a lot of journalists out there that had an opportunity to do it and just wouldn't do it. And so, uh, and so, Megyn Kelly, I got to give her credit. Uh, because now she's not corporate; she's on her own. But I think that will that will probably push some other folks. I saw Dan Bongino just talked about this on Twitter before we came on. Some other folks are probably going to come on board. But yeah, you we won't you uh, you're not going to get on Fox News and all these because you're talking about them. They caused this. If they would have done their job early on, Liz Collin wouldn't have had to write a book. None of this stuff would have happened. We would have had people calling out to people in positions of power for lying. But they decided to ignore this. And uh, and so I think people listening need to understand this is not just some debate about whether Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd. This is a larger discussion, right. a larger issue, because if it can happen here— it can happen to every single person in America, especially those of you in law enforcement, because we all have to tout that we follow policy and training, we'll be okay. The last time I checked, four cops were in prison today for following policy and training. Yeah. And people look at me like that's a lie. You can go buy the book and watch the documentary. You show the policy, Liz. You show the training. In fact, in court, they wouldn't let that in court.
0: Right. Exactly. And that's, um, you know, that that's it. Right there, and it was – and you know, you guys wrote the, the first story about, you know, the the manual disappearing, the, the pages of the manual disappearing online, and, um, you know, you knew something was at work here right away. And that's the, that's the message, too, that Alex King, you know, he's <laughs> – not to give a, a spoiler alert here, but you have a black officer uh, who arrested George Floyd, right? The, the most racist uh, police uh, incident in our history and, you know, two uh, minority cops of the four. Um, are on, on scene that day and nobody ever talks about that, but Alex King spoke to us from, from prison for the documentary. And that's what he says. He's like, don't, you know, don't fall for this race bait garbage yeah. and, uh, don't let the media manipulate you. And this is a guy who still has a couple of years behind bars. Um, and you know he he actually is you know doing remarkably remarkably well considering the circumstances. But I ask him about that. Does he blame Derek Chauvin? And you know the answer is the answer is no because he uh, had had worked with um, Derek before and and uh, knew him to be a you know legally abiding police officer who all, always followed his uh, his training. So it's really interesting to to hear the perspective and also heartbreaking. Uh, I should say. To hear from these guys themselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, i tell you, I was impressed by the interviews because no no one's obviously heard from them. And you're talking about some gentlemen that seem super intelligent, super down to earth, very, uh, very relatable. And it's it obviously is heartbreaking. It is certainly heartbreaking. But I want to get back quickly to what happened here, because we've seen this on repeat. Liz, we saw we went through COVID and now we know much of that was a lie. COVID obviously is real, but what they were telling us was a lie. We know that Russia, Russia, Russia. I could go on and on, and it's almost like Americans aren't getting this, they're not understanding this, or a significant portion of them. And so, this was in my mind much larger than that because, unlike those other issues, this changed everything. It changed corporate America, it changed law enforcement across the world. I mean, 90 million dollars poured into Black Lives Matter that went to a bunch of mansions and people don't even talk about this stuff. It changed so much, Liz, and, and uh, I'm just so fortunate you did it. So you've transitioned to the documentary and I got to tell you, I, I'm a documentary sort of, sort of uh, you know, nerd. I love documentaries. It's, it's literally the, most, the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, it's, oh. it's, at the same time, Liz, it was the most gut-wrenching thing I've ever seen and I've watched a lot of them and, and it is just simply heartbreaking. And uh, so you guys did a phenomenal job. I'm not going to get into the documentary because I want this audience to go watch it, and it's on the front. It's on the front page of lawofficer.com as I speak, but they can go to AlphaNews.org. Is that the website? AlphaNews.org and the fall yep, of the fall of Minneapolis.com.
0: You you got it. Yep it's it's there and it's on our uh, Rumble page too, which is Alpha News MN. Yeah, thank you for putting it on law officer. I was actually going to ask you to do that, so thank you. <laughs> you don't have to
1: ask me. Uh, it was it was on there as soon as I woke up early this morning. My wife goes, "What are you doing?" I go, I just wait a minute." It takes me a few seconds to get this done, uh, but uh, I will tell the story because I'm just. It's just amazing to me the corruption. Uh, you know, I was, you know, I saw the viral video and I thought something doesn't seem right. What's the policy say? What's the training say? I mean, because, and I, cause I could tell the demeanor of the officers, they weren't hitting him. They were, they, they right. seemed very stoic, like they were doing what they were supposed to do. Anyone with a brain would see that. Right. And so I said, well, I wonder what the kind of policy they have. So I'm not some genius. I literally just went to Minneapolis. This is maybe. 24 hours later, I went to Minneapolis police department webpage and I, they have a policy manual online, like a lot of major cities do. And I, I saw use of force policy. I hit download and I read the policy and that's where I saw MRT. And it was to a T what I saw in the video. And of course, uh, I started telling people this and of course they literally acted like I was lying to them and I would show them the policy and they acted like I'd made it up. And, and then a couple days later, I went back to show somebody and it was just gone. Gone, mm-hmm. disappeared from archives list. You don't see it anywhere on. Of course, we have copies of it. you have copies of it in the book. If that alone people need to buy the book because you have copies of all this stuff. But honestly, you're right. There's so much corruption. There's so much wrong. I mean, you have chief of police committing perjury in trial, flat mm-hmm. out lying. A bunch mm-hmm. of people doing this. Nobody's saying a word. You've got a judge making decisions that no judge in their right mind could make. I mean, if my defense is I'm following policy and training, and you don't let me bring in policy and training, I what know. is going it, on? I mean, it it right. it, it, it is mind boggling. I know people are listening and they're saying, "Man, Yes is jacked up." But when you watch this, you'll be jacked up, and you ought to be. Now, I have one more one more thing I want to talk to you about because this is interesting. I uh, I don't like to get on Twitter much because there's obviously a bunch of silly people on there, but I was interested to see people's <laughs> reaction to this because Megan Kelly had been posting it. Bongino had been posting it. A law officer had been posting it. And I interacted with a few people and nobody debates the facts of anything. Liz, like nobody's saying Liz Colin is wrong or nobody's saying this is wrong. Literally they go, uh, Bob Crow is this or law oh, officers, yeah. this or Travis Yates. is." I'm like, no, no, have you watched the documentary? Bob Crow. I mean, it's really wild. It's like, they're not going to watch it because their worldview is a certain way, and they can't watch it.
0: No, yeah, we do live in that in that world. There is no critical thinking or common sense. It feels like uh, left, but yeah, you are uh, you are braver than I. I don't spend much time. I am supposed to for my job. I should do more time on uh, social media. I know, but um, <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> but, I, I was having yeah. fun because you know somebody got on there and they said uh, this is biased, and I go, hey, uh, I can publish. Articles on Lofts, or I'm an editor there. Send me an article on what's biased and not true. We'll be glad to publish it. Crickets, right? Crickets. They're not going to... Yes. I mean, I'm like, hey, you're saying this isn't true. Tell us what's not true. Oh, I've got... To, I need to reread the book. I haven't read it. You know, so it's... Everybody wants to run your mouth, but this this can't be attacked. The only thing people can do is is either call your name or just be silent. And there's a lot of silence across this country. And, yep. and, I, and I think that's dangerous because... This is not political left, right, whatever you are. We have to get back to the truth, Liz. And I can't thank you enough for taking the the biggest issue in my lifetime that's changed everything in the world and telling people that literally the whole world changed based on a lie. And I think that in itself makes it unbelievable.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate all the support and I hope as many people will watch it as possible. Um, I hope we didn't ruin any Thanksgivings or anything. Um, so. Well, Thanksgiving <laughs> so we'll should see, be,
1: but, yeah, Thanksgiving should just be about the truth. I mean, uh, and the, and we, I didn't know no, when the
0: truth got, com- and that got got so controversial. You, no, I know you shared that too, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, no, no, no one says the truth's comfortable. This is not a comfortable truth for me. I don't like the fact that all this happened based on a lie. But we would not be an American and doing our due diligence if we didn't point this out. And Liz Collin. I can't thank you enough. Uh, I'd be remiss to not give Dr. Jay Shea uh, credit as well. I know he worked hard yes. on this because he failed to mention my name on Megyn Kelly. Not that I'm bitter by that, but um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I will give him credit on a much bigger platform and he should be happy with that. So get the book, They're Lying, The Media, The Left, and The Death of George Floyd and go to thefallofminneapolis.com or alphanews.org. Watch this documentary spread this documentary you don't have to get in a fight about it just tell people man tell me if you see something not right because i want to hear the answers because you guys have done your due diligence the truth and the facts are going to be painful to a lot of people but god bless you for doing it liz
0: oh god bless you right back thanks for everything you do at law officer and yeah without uh without your connection and without um you know dr shea and none of this would be would be possible but but thank you so much for the important work you do travis
1: liz Colin. Very, very few times in 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 a lifetime do you see somebody doing something that can change everything. I believe this is it because it's not just about Minneapolis. It's about warning America that we better get back to the truth or else, or we're going to continue down this road of chaos. Thank you, Liz Collin, and thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to Courageous Leadership with Travis Yates. We invite you to join other courageous leaders at travisyates.org.